So I've been, I've been working since I was 18 years old, okay? I used to work at Domino's, <laughs> and that was for like a good month. And let me explain to you why it was for a month, okay? So I was real stoked. I was 17 turning 18. I was in grade 12. And I was really excited to like start working and everything like that because a bunch of my friends, they had already started working and I was like, what the heck? Like, I want to make my own money too, you know, just to save up and just to have something that's mine. You know what I mean? Like when you're a kid, you really, really want, and even when you're an adult, you really get that like really amazing feeling when you finally take ownership for something that's like uniquely yours. Like you don't have to say like, oh, it's my parents or my parents helped me with this. It's like, it's no, it's mine. I worked for it. So anyways, I was really excited for this job. But the manager was a total dick. So me being a naive 17-year-old, I did not realize that certain things or certain laws within Ontario are put in place to protect workers and, you know, to give them their rights. Okay, so first of all, when you start off a new job, you are supposed to be paid for the training. You are supposed to be paid. Legally, you have to be trained, uh, paid for the training. Whether that's three hours, six hours, nine hours for the training, doesn't matter. You have to be paid, okay? This manager was so unbelievably cheap that he told me, hey, listen, so for your first day uh, during training, I'm not going to pay you. So there's that. And me being, uh, you know, really excited 17-year-old that was just focused on getting her own money was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's cool. That's, that's, you know, that's cool. Whatever. So that was already problematic on its, on its own. Okay. The second problematic thing is that I was the only female working at this pizza place. Okay. I was working with a whole bunch of grown ass men, some of them in their well into their forties and fifties. Okay. And it just wasn't the vibe, you know, like, you know, ladies, you know what I'm talking about when you are by yourself and then you're walking by, like whether it's at the mall, a grocery store, wherever, you're walking by and you see like a large group of men talking amongst themselves and you have to walk by there because there's no other way to get, get through or it's the easiest way to get through somewhere and you walk by and you just immediately feel them all like watching you. That's what it felt like. So imagine that times 10 because I was 17. I was a kid. Okay, so just imagine that anxiety and that uncomfortableness when you come into work. And I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, you can hate your job, but you can you should never feel like that. Okay, especially if you're a kid, never feel like that. So again, ton of problems with this job. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stick it out. I'm gonna stick it out. I'm gonna stick it out. Okay. And so I had started working there, and things were going great. And I was finally like. You know, like, I'm going to get my own money, and then, like, maybe I'm going to save up for something really huge, blah, blah, blah. Really, really excited. But just all in all, it didn't work out because it was just, the management was terrible. Well, if those examples didn't already give you that impression already, the management was terrible, and it was just not a clean environment, all right? Food places, they are supposed to be clean. They are supposed to be sanitary. No, this place wasn't. And I, I didn't realize that until, <laughs> until I was supposed to clean the surfaces of the, of the place. And it seemed like this place hadn't been cleaned for a very, very long time. It was disgusting. So on top of those things, my parents also didn't feel comfortable with a little 17-year-old going out to deliver pizzas and coming home like super late because I don't know if you've worked at a pizzeria, but a lot of places, 
they'll close they'll close up shop pretty late or they'll be open throughout the wee hours of the night so my parents were not cool with that at all so they made me quit but also it was kind of a part of me that was like hey like I I think I can do better than this not 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 in the way that's like I'm very snobbish but like I think I think I can find something else that's more suited for me. And then comes, guys, my experience in retail. I like to tell people this. Retail is like when your parents ask you to go and clean the toilet. I mean, you don't want to, but you kind of have to just because it is what it is. That's what it feels like with me and my relationship with working a retail job. <laughs> I don't really want to do it, but nonetheless, the money's there and I'm good at it. So why not? I could tell you a million and one stories about my numerous amount of jobs in retail that I've had. One of my favorites that I love to tell people, I used to work at Journeys for almost four years. Journeys is like a shoe store. You know, like the kids like that sit in the back of the class and that draw on the desk and like wear Converse and are like, uh, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, those are the kids that come into Journeys, okay? So, you know, just give a little context there. So I worked there for a decent amount of time. I worked my way up to assistant manager. It was it was a cool job, like not gonna lie, it was cool. I had some like really great bits and I met some incredible people. Um, working in an environment like that, was very much like a combination of like you created your family but it was also very high school i'm not going to say any more about that but basically this story was when i was first starting out there and my buddy andrew was the key holder at the time and i'm not going to go too much into like policies or whatever but essentially like key holder is a step down from assistant manager but essentially a key holder can close the store do deposits and all that good stuff okay but at the time for some reason Keyholder wasn't allowed to do refunds. They were only allowed to do exchanges. It was only management that was allowed to do refunds. They have since changed that. And situations like this don't arise anymore. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this was the blueprint for when they decided, hey, wait a minute, maybe we should let associates or maybe we should let people who aren't management do refunds. So this gentleman comes in. It's a grown man. I want to say he's like in his well into his like 40s, 50s. Okay. No, oh, let's, let's, let's give him 50. Okay comes in with his wife and the contrast between these two is just unbelievable his wife was the sweetest human being so so sweet smiled was super kind had a soft voice this man her husband walks into the store no context nothing the store is empty okay and walks in stomps in and is like refund me these shoes or i'm calling the police he didn't say hi he didn't say how are you he didn't say could you help me he literally walks in and says refund me these shoes or i'm calling the police andrew and i look at each other this is one of my first shifts mind you okay we look at each other and we're like okay like all right like let's let's try and diffuse the situation here okay the thing about andrew and i we both have very similar personalities where it's like, if you're going to mess around with me, like, I'm not going to have any of it. But because <laughs> number one rule in retail is that you got to smile through the pain. You got to smile through it, even though people are POSs. <laughs> so he says, he says, okay, listen, like, why do you want to refund the shoes? Blah, blah, blah. Like trying to defuse the situation. This guy's having none of it. It's like, I just want to refund the shoes. I want my refund. And he just goes on and on about that. And Andrew knew that he couldn't refund the shoes because at the time, obviously, he was a key holder, couldn't refund the shoes. He was trying to, like, get him to try and exchange it, you know, whatever we could do to keep the sale, right? 
And Homeboy's just like, no, I want my refund. I want my refund. So then Andrew proceeds to explain to him, hey, listen, man, like I don't have the authority to do refunds. If you want to come in tomorrow, my manager's in. They'll be more than happy to process the refund for you. Guys, I, 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 I'm sure you can only imagine what ensued afterwards because this guy was already being, you know, really hostile towards us. So, yeah, obviously things didn't go that that great once he heard Andrew say that. And he said, why can't you refund it? I want to refund it. I'm going to call the police right now. And just for some reason was very stuck on the fact that he was going to call the cops. And yes, what? The cops are going to break into the computer and give you your money back? I, I, I didn't understand the law. And I still don't understand the logic behind that. But anyways, customers, am I right? His wife, again, this is how I know the contrast was very real. His wife walks over to me and says, okay, well, maybe if we can exchange something, like, let's let's try and figure something something out. So her and I, we go through, like, you know, the sales floor, and I ask her, I was like, hey, what about these ones? What about these ones? What about these ones? I'm suggesting things to her. She's like, mm, I don't really like that one. Maybe this one. Can you check if you have a size in these? And of course, of freaking course, all the stuff that she did end up liking, we didn't have the size for it. So, <laughs> Yeah, life life wasn't really going my way that day, that day at all, okay? And this was one of my first shifts too, so I was still really learning how to like sell shoes to people, okay? But anyways, dude was adamant on getting his money back and he kept yelling at Andrew and was just like losing his mind. It was just, I'm going to call the cops, I'm going to call the cops. And so finally, Andrew calls our district manager and is like, listen, like he explains the situation and is like, this guy's threatening to call the cops. Please, like, what can I do? At this point, both of us are in a panic because like, I can't do anything. I'm brand new. Andrew can't do anything because he's a key holder. He doesn't have the authority to do it, you know? So we're stuck in this situation with this guy yelling at us. I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to call the cops. And all this time he keeps threatening to call the cops. He never calls the cops. Huh? Go figure, right? So... We finally get to defuse the situation by having <laughs> our manager give Andrew her numbers so that he can get into the account and just refund or process the refund through her account. And that was the end of that. His wife, again, precious human being. God bless her soul. I hope she's doing all right to this day. I hope she's doing all right. She says to me, she's like, I'm really sorry about this. Like... I hope you have a tremendous day, this and this and that. After her husband is basically barking at us like a dog, saying how he's never going to buy anything from us ever again, and how we're terrible associates, and how, you know, like, he's going to, we're going to, we're going to hear from him, and, like, he's going to, I don't even know, he's going to wreck the joint. And I was like, oh, well, (laughs) all right. So, yeah, I mean, retail is freaking insane. Again, it's like a toilet that you have to clean up. You don't want to, but you have to clean it up because it's just like, huh, well, I'm here. Yeah, you know, this is going to be my last story. And it's (laughs) it's probably one of the most recent ones that I've had to deal with. So I just (laughs) I, I like I can't even get my words out right now because like I'm just so appalled. I'm just so appalled at this every time I think about it. So unfortunately, I've come to realize that this pandemic demonstrates to me who cares about their health and who is so unbelievably entitled and seeking to be oppressed. It's sad. It's really, really sad when people think that it is the worst thing in, the, in, the, in their entire lives that they're being forced to wear a mask. Oh, really? really so that's the worst thing that's ever happened to you you've never you've never been part of a hate crime or you've never been uh 
discriminated against because of your gender or because of your sexuality or because of your race or anything like that. You've never had that happen to you, but wearing a mask is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Oh, dear Lord. Like, I just, I think about this story a lot because there are actual people existing like this in the world. And it just, (sighs) me working in retail for such a long time, I've never come across a person like this. I've come across people that have been relatively close, but I just, here's the story, guys. I, I, I have nothing else to say. All right. So the rules with when it comes to walking into an establishment over here are pretty simple. Wear a mask and wait in line if the store is at capacity. If you don't want to wait in line, absolutely nobody is forcing you to wait in line. Plus, you're the one that decided to drive and get out of your house to an establishment on a weekend and wait in line. Like, <laughs> the fact that you're going to blame somebody else for the choices that you make, I just, I don't even, I don't even know what to say to that. But anyways, this happened on a, haha, go figure, a busy Saturday, and we were at capacity, and I was at the door, making sure that people were lining up, and that, you know, as soon as people were leaving the store, or exiting the store, I could let other people inside. So there's, like, quite a few people in the lineup. I want to say there's about, like, 10 to 12 people in the line, okay? Next thing you know, in the parking lot, I see this giant white Range Rover pull up into the parking lot and does the worst parking job I've ever seen so okay you're already a jerk face and let me tell you something I can't park to save my life but I make the effort to change or to be as far away from people as possible so that way nobody else has to suffer the consequences of my bad parking but this guy parked right in the front because why not right why ruin why not ruin everybody else's day by covering two spots anyways he pulls up into the party lot and his annoying big white range rover comes out and he has two kids in the back seat they look that like they're about mm, i want to say like eight nine ten years old okay And so he comes out of the car, he sees the line, fully see, he sees the line that's there, completely disregards it, and walks over to the door and opens it. And I say, hey, sir, I can't let you in because you're not wearing a mask and we're at capacity. That's what I said. And he says, oh, well, I'm I'm a first responder. I get priority in the line so I can come inside. And he tries to cut in front of me so that he can walk inside the store and I was like yeah that's cool and all but these people have been waiting in line and you have to wait in line as well there's no cutting this line and you're not wearing a mask I kept saying that I was like you're not wearing a mask first of all so I can't even let you in even if there was nobody in the line but he was not having it he wasn't having it because of course entitled people are never wrong So he says to me, he says to me, what do you mean? I can't skip the line. Didn't you hear what I said? I'm a first responder. And I said, yeah, sir, you're a first responder, but there's no emergency here. And these people have been waiting in line. So you have to wait in the line just like everybody else. And at that point, when I had said that, the other people in the line were visibly starting to get upset because he was thinking that I don't even... I don't even know what the rationale was here. He was thinking that he could skip the line 
because he was a first responder. And I know grocery stores do that, but it's a clothing store for the love of God. Like you don't even need to be there because we're not going anywhere. But that's besides the point. Okay, that's neither here nor there. So then we're going back and forth and I'm saying, I'm not letting you in because you're not wearing a mask and we're at capacity. And he says to me, he yells in my face and is like, so which one is it? Is it because we're you're at capacity or is it because I'm not wearing a mask? Pick one. And I was like, I laughed and I was like, sir, it's both. You're not wearing a mask and we're at capacity. Either wait in the line like everybody else or you can leave. And then he starts saying all types of clownery and is like, oh, this is ridiculous. I shop here all the time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm a photographer and I'm a first responder. The, like, why is this happening? I need to talk to a manager. So I was like, I can get you a manager, but they're going to tell you the exact same thing that I just said. You either wait in line or you can leave. He's like, well, I want to talk to a manager. So I call over the key holder. And he's like, what's the problem? And the guy asks, are you the manager? Like looking up and down at my, at my at the key holder. And he's like, and my, and my, my coworker's like, yeah, that's me. What's the problem? And so the guy's like, this girl's telling me that I can't come inside the store with, and, and I can't skip the line, blah, blah, blah. But I'm a first responder. And then my coworker's like, yeah, um, you can't skip the line, sir. You have to wait in line like everybody else. These people have been waiting. It's not fair to them if you get the if you get to skip the line simply because of your title. There's no emergency going. Here's what it is: is he kept emphasizing he's a first responder, and I would only understand something like that if there's an emergency. Obviously, I'm gonna let the cops in. Obviously, I'm gonna let the paramedics in, firefighters. These people risk their lives, and I'm not denying them of that. But there is no emergency, and he's not even in uniform. Get this. He's not even in uniform. There's nothing that indicates that he is a first responder other than the fact that he's telling us this. And so he freaks out even more. My coworker is like, do you know the law? Do you know the law? And starts screaming and is like, do you know the law? Because first responders, they're allowed to skip the line, you know. And my coworker was like, I've never heard of that law before. But like we both said... You need to wait in the line like everybody else. And then the people that were in line were also agreeing with us and saying, hey, man, just wait in line like everybody else. What gives you the right to skip the line and be in front of us? Then this guy continues to say, "Okay, well, I don't want to speak to either one of you. I need to speak to another manager. So this is the third person in line, the third person that needs to talk to him. And he he starts talking to my other manager and I'm just standing there like, oh my gosh. And I feel bad for his kids because they're in the backseat, like literally watching their dad or whoever, their the, the relation that they have with him. They're watching him and they're so embarrassed. They're so embarrassed by this guy. And then finally, he steps away from the door and goes inside his car and violently picks up his phone and starts calling somebody. And then he while he's talking on the phone, I'm letting people inside. So I'm, I'm letting people inside and then people are leaving, whatever. He's still on the phone and we're locking eyes and everything. He's so angry with me and I guess the rest of the world. I don't even freaking know. And so finally he gets out of his car and he comes to the door again and asks me, very nonchalant and super passive aggressive. And he's like, by the way, what's your store number? And I said... 
our phone number or the location number and then he like gives me like this ugly face and rolls his eyes and is like your store location number and I was like I don't know that information but I can get it for you and he was like okay so he waits and I go and get my manager and I tell her hey he wants some information I guess he's calling head office I don't really care so then she goes and deals with it and finally when he gets the information goes back inside his car and continues to talk on the phone and you can tell he's like ranting and saying all types of nonsense to to this person on the other line but it's crazy because the entire time this man spent on the phone he could have stood there and waited in the line like everybody else and he would have been able to make it inside the store could you believe can you believe and the best part of this all of this created a whole commotion for absolutely no reason other than to boost his own ego about the fact that he's a first responder or whatever i don't care <laughs> he doesn't even go inside the store anyways he turns on his engine or he, tur- he he turns on his car and drives out doesn't even buy anything at our store what was the reason what was the point why am i here i hate people and that's it for this week's episode of chiona i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you guys had fun if you want me to tell you more stories about my experiences in every job field i've had because trust me even though i'm only 26 years old i've unfortunately have had to deal with some of the most ridiculous customers before especially since i've worked at journeys for almost four years of my life so that has an extensive amount of clownery that just i can't believe and then the fact that i've worked at under armor for almost two years again tons of clownery over there as well so it's if you guys want me to talk about those stories then i will be more than happy to give you guys a rundown on how things go when you work in retail other than that i did want to make an announcement i will be having a mother's day special episode next week which i'm really really excited about and i'm gonna have special guests potentially maybe hopefully who knows we'll see because lockdown's almost over my guys we're literally like right there we're right there guys i swear if they lock down this province one more time i'm gonna lose my mind but you know what this will give me some time to make more episodes and keep doing what i love so i mean there's there's positives and there's negatives to this but anyways as always love you guys thanks for your support and keep listening keep sharing with your friends and hopefully we can see you in the next episode as always black lives matter indigenous lives matter immigrant lives matter and god loves you very very much okay bye (laughs)